Did you know that finding your decor style and maintaining an organized space are not mutually exclusive? You know, they can coexist. So in this episode, we will be exploring the intersection between interior decorating and organizing a space. We'll be talking to Magdalena Mendez, an interior decorator and owner of Experimenting with Decor, who will be sharing her tips and insights on how to create a space that is both beautiful and functional. So I came across Magdalena's videos when I was trying to find shelving ideas for a laundry room. And then I quickly became a huge fan of hers and all of her home decor tutorials and DIY project videos. She is such a smart and creative creator. And I think you're going to really enjoy her videos as well, which I have put a link to her Instagram and social media channels over in the show notes. Um, But then when I saw her make a video about how you don't have to compromise style for functionality, I immediately sent her a message asking her to be on, on the podcast because I knew she would be the perfect guest for all of you. This is a big hurdle for our community where you want to be organized and stay organized, but you feel like it's really boring. You don't just want a boring space. And so you don't keep going because you get stuck on the creative side. And so I really hope that my conversation with Magdalena gives you a little bit of inspiration and creativity and relief to know that you can have both. You can have functionality and the style to make your space a lot more welcoming and that it's a reflection of who you are. So enjoy the episode and we'll get straight to it. Welcome to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. I am your host, Stephanie, a professional organizer and productivity expert. Ready to explore the right organizing and productivity solutions for you? Yeah? Well, then let's go. All right. Hi, Magdalena. Hello. Hello. I am so glad that you are here with us today. I am so excited. I have been such a big fan of yours for a really long time. I follow your Instagram and all of your ideas. You're such an inspiration. And so we are, I'm thrilled to have you here, but also very lucky that our listeners get to pick your brain a little bit and ask you some of these really important questions that have become a hurdle for some when they're trying to get more organized. So I'm so glad and so thankful that you accepted our invitation to be here today. Well, thank you for inviting me, honestly. (laughs) It's a pleasure. Excited. Okay. So what we're going to do is everyone knows, uh, our community knows, we just get straight to the nitty gritty. Like we try to be as productive and straight to the point as possible. So what we're going to do is just get right, right into it. And with our first question. So as I introduced Magdalena before, she's an interior decorator. So today's conversation is all about design, all about decorating um, and Mm. really finding that happy medium. So Magdalena, the first is how does somebody know that it's a design hurdle and how can someone find their style if they've never explored this? So, you know, somebody's like, I keep organizing, I keep organizing, I keep decluttering, I keep doing all the things that the pros say, but, and I keep finding the things that bring me joy. But every time I enter my room and my space, it still gives me the uh, feeling. Yeah. Well, I feel like, if your space doesn't make you happy, then we need to change it, right? I'm always on my page. That's what my main thing is. If it's not making you happy, then 
we had to make some changes. And a lot of times people don't understand how how big of an importance design really is to a space because like you were saying, like they just don't feel like it's just right. And so whenever that happens, bringing in that design really does make a difference. So let's just say that you're, you know, you organize and everything, but you're, it's not, not fitting right um i always recommend people to go on pinterest go check what you like you know if you like if you like a certain style let's just say that you like colorful everything really colorful um, furniture is kind of like mismatched or whatever you might like an eclectic style you know if you like that rustic you know chipped paint kind of thing vintage stuff you know you might like that rustic design you know if you like clean lines neutral style neutral colors and you might like that modern style so it all just plays into the fact of where what we do in our home like what we like so first so you would go okay go somewhere like pinterest or a magazine mm-hmm. or wherever right. go and explore compi- explore compile yeah. like a list like a like an idea book for you and then should people identify what that style is, especially if like you're a beginner, beginner, right? Mm-hmm. And you're starting to gravitate towards a certain type of picture imagery. Okay, so you put it in your book, you put it in your Pinterest, then what do you, would you suggest like, figuring out what the common denominator is? Is there one style or piece of something that holds it together so that you can go from there? Yeah, well, it's honestly, there's, when, when we talk about design, it, it expands, it's a vast, right? It's so many things because if you like, let's just say you like farmhouse, now there's like modern farmhouse or industrial farmhouse. And so there's so many things that you can do, but like once you kind of get the gist of what you like, then you can kind of modify from there. You know, you can kind of explore what you like because at the end of the day, yes, designers and you know, interior decorators and all of that stuff, they they have what, you know, ideas and all that stuff, but you're your own person. I always tell my my clients, like, I, I can recommend something, but you're living in this house. So if you don't like something, you know, you're the one, I'm not going to live there. I might like it, but you might not, you know? So it's like, you're going to have to try to, but exactly how you're saying, you have to find the common denominator, right? You have to find that style first. So um, if you like that boho, you know, stuff you know then you gotta just see what's common when you go when you make that list when you go to that pinterest you start pinning up the stuff that you like or even the magazines you start cutting out um the things that you like try to see what's common on all of these and then once you figure that out then you can kind of go into google or you know i tried on my page i try to like show people different styles so that they can know like oh, I, I really, really like this. Or I really like this first one. I really like, you know, so that you can kind of figure out, okay, well, I kind of like the eclectic style. I kind of like the, the farmhouse style, you know? And so then it's easier for you to kind of make everything a home in your in your space. Yeah. And something that I've admired about you with what you just said is that you've always, you've always said in whether your video or your content you can always customize it like to you. So you could find something that yes, you know, is the trendy word of the the day or the year or whatever, but you customize a lot of your pieces, which is one of your signature messages. Like, Hey, figure out what you like and it all works together. And then let's work on customizing it for you so that it looks like it belongs. It's not just 
you know, cookie cutter trend or something like that. Right. Right. And I feel like not a lot of people, I mean, I've been in this line of, of work maybe like two, three years. Right. And, and not a lot of people can afford an interior designer or interior decorator. So what I do on my pages, I show people like, it doesn't matter. Like you don't have to hire somebody. And and it, this is coming from me that I get hired for these jobs. <laughs> um, but you don't have to hire somebody so that, you know, to get your style, like you can modify things. You don't have to have a big budget. You don't have to like do all these, you know, extravagant things so that to get your style I mean sometimes people and a lot of times people hire me because they're just lost and they just need that they just want the help you know and so I'm always there to help but like let's just say when I was doing my laundry room which if you know my laundry room went super viral um, and every time I posted it just like gets millions and millions of views but at the time when I first started, when I was, was first doing that room, I was here at my house. If you didn't know this, my I didn't I didn't I didn't go to school for this or anything like that. I just I just started, you know, doing my home. So I started in 2018 just trying to explore like what my style was, what I like, what I don't like, you know, all of that stuff. And so I just kind of explored a little bit and then people really started liking what I did, you know. So um I when I did my laundry room, I didn't have a lot of money. So I said, let me just figure something out, right? And I had seen, uh, it was real popular, that hexagon, um, it was really popular. And so what I did was I just, I didn't have money to tile it. So I just did it, you know, I did it with my, with a, with a pen and a paint, you know? So it, but the, at the end of the day, it's just, sometimes you just have to just explore. You, you might not like it. Like I did that with paint. So, and it's easy to just paint over it. It's easy just to like, you know, <laughs> do something like that so that it doesn't, you know, if you don't like it, then you can just. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's your, uh, well, it's your gift. It, 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 has, it is your gift and you'll, you do get to share it with the rest of us. But for those that don't necessarily, either they don't feel like they have the gift or mm-hmm. they don't, you know, some of us just, we just have to admit it at some point, like <laughs> I tried and it's just right. not a gift. That's right. where, you know, you, your inspiration comes in where, they, they, they get to hire somebody like you that can help them along the way. So to either get them started or just to do it all for you, you right. know, for them. And, and honestly, like what I do a lot of times is I'll, some people just hire me as a consultation. So I'll go in, I'll do a consultation. Uh, we walk to the space and I give them all of my ideas. I give them what I think would look best in their home. And then from there, they can take the ideas and do it themselves or they can hire me and then I'll do it for them. So it's just like, sometimes you just need that little push like wait you know a lot of times when I do these consultations sometimes they're like wait I didn't even see that like I didn't even realize that I could happen you know and so then they start like they'll get inspiration like you know what I think I can do this you know and so that's what I want people to they come to my page I want them to just to feel inspiration to actually do something so they can love where they live and we do oh and we totally do okay so let's talk let's transition over to those that feel like they don't need to start over completely or they don't want to start over completely or just starting over completely is overwhelming. So we we have a big part of our community that gets very overwhelmed with the thought of having to empty an entire space and just start over. Like that's just too much. You know, they, they're more, they like to do it little by little and then gain momentum from there. So what is some advice that you would give listeners that are not ready to gut the entire space, mm-hmm. the whole mm-hmm. bathroom, the paint, you know, like the, do the whole thing from scratch, just kind of start dabbling into it, mm-hmm. but make a big impact. Right. Um. So 
I know this is cliche, but paint does a really, really big difference. I mean, even if it's just a feature wall, you know, if you do a feature wall, it's just something that, you know, you don't have to paint all of the walls. Just try it. Like, just say you're doing a bedroom. Do one behind your bed or, you know, something like that. And then just make that your focal point so that you can feel like, hey, there's actually a change. And then from there, you can move on to bedding. You can move on to a rug, you know, move on like that, you know, add some sconces or whatever. And just like little by little, I, I've noticed this. And, you know, if you do something small in a space, people tend to like, wait, let me, let me explore a little bit more. Let me explore a little more. <laughs> so, and then paint is very inexpensive. You don't like it. You can always paint over it, you know? And so I feel like that's like a, it, it's, it's, it's a small detail, but it does make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm so afraid of paint, but you're right. <laughs> you're, you've inspired me. I don't know why I feel like this, this, uh, this overwhelming, this, like, if I do it, I can't go back, but you're right. You can just paint over it. Paint over it. And, and honestly, just try one wall. Yeah. Try a feature wall, even half so a wall you know listeners if you're like me she's helping us through this part of our trauma and ptsd that we once had you know know what there's people that i've seen they just do like a you know half circle behind their bed it's just what like the walls are all the same it's just like one half circle behind their bed if that's just going to bring you that little bit of you know inspiration just to go in and just do a little bit you know push you out of your limit and that's I like that. I love that. <laughs> okay, so let's go into so we talked about design. Let's talk a little bit about the merge between design and organizing. So, of course, you know, that's that's what I do, that's what we do and we mainly talk about, but the podcast is really about the merge between two fields and their commonalities. And design and organizing are like married. You know, they're really really they're right. really tight. They also mm-hmm. work separately, but at the end of the day, what happens is a lot of people will look at their space and they don't like it and they feel like they have to declutter and de- or, or organize. But in reality, it's really a design issue or a design mm-hmm. hurdle. Um, right. So let's talk about that merge. So what would you recommend to people that have tried everything and, okay, their place is organized now, but now it needs to be, you know, like I said, huge depth a little, like spiced up a little bit what are some elements that you would recommend like what are some ways that they can maximize their space so it could be organized but all you know functional organized but also have the elements of design so what are some go-to tips that you would give people to look out for so that their space is functional it works as a home but also it's design friendly and beautiful and not so square okay so I feel like lately there's so many brands that came out with some gorgeous storage units, storage, like so many things like credenzas, you know, now they have like sofas with extra storage. Now they have ottomans with extra, extra storage baskets. Like there's so many things that you can still use in design, but use it for both storage and or functional and you know, aesthetically beautiful. So there's so many things now. Now, I mean, before when I first started this, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of things that had came out. And and on top of that, it's now kind of not that expensive anymore. And so I feel like now you can find you can go to Target, you can go to Walmart and find some stuff that you can go. You can go to uh, like a Ross or like a Burlington or something like that, and still find that storage that you need, but it still looks beautiful. And something that you've really taught me. 
is that, again, we go back to the customizable, that some of these pieces can just be the base to the bigger picture, the bigger piece. Right. I think you had like that um, credenza, I think it was a credenza or in your living room where it is an organizing space where you put the stuff or, you know, family stuff in there. When right. you close it, it's this beautiful, beautiful staple piece, but you customized right. it. I mean, it didn't right. come out of the box that way. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, uh, so talk to us a little bit about that part of customizing. Do you, would you recommend a newbie get into customization of a, like a unit, like let's say storage unit, you know, they're trying to do more of a, like a, a something that will be functional and, mm -hmm. but it's not, uh, it's not great. It's not cute. Uh, right. so they want to make it customizable. Would you like, what, what would you recommend for those newbies that want to go, go all in? Would you be like, start slow? Like, where should they start? Yeah. Well, look, when I first started, I didn't have a lot of money. So I just tried, you know, I just tried something. I found some inspiration. I said, let's just see if I can do it. And time after time after time, it just came out better and better and better. You know, I didn't, when I first started these things, when I first started DIYing, it wasn't like, came out perfect. <laughs> you know, I did a bunch of fail, fails and, you know, some, sometimes it came out good, sometimes it didn't. So I just recommend just try, just try it. You, you, you never know, you might like it, you know, just try something new. And if you don't, then... Hopefully it wasn't that expensive. <laughs> um, but a lot of times I don't, because you're organizing and stuff, like I don't want you to ho hold on to stuff. I tell my my audience this, don't hold on to stuff if you know that you might eventually, years down the line, gonna go, gonna do something. So if you have a piece of furniture that you say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, make this, revamp this or whatever, if you're not going to do it right then and there, if you're not going to do it within, you know, it's not going to happen within the next month or so. Like, don't try. Like, don't have that extra storage there that you don't need. For me, my peace of mind is having my house decluttered than having it full of stuff that I eventually will use or eventually will, you know, get into or do something with it. So, uh, yeah, for me, it's just, if you're going to do it, go for it. I'm a... I'll support you 100%. But if you're just going to be staying there and just going to and just buy it brand new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, it, yeah, and then it doesn't do anybody any justice. It's not right. even, you're not using it. It's, yeah, collecting dust. So, right. oh, yes, love, love. Okay, let's talk. Let's start transitioning into the common mistakes. What are some common mistakes that you would... Uh, that you've noticed so I think you just mentioned one which is a big <laughs> one like if you're not if you're not if you don't have a direct plan like a soon plan then probably don't but what if you can give us a couple more tips on um, common mistakes that you see people making when they're trying to incorporate design incorporate design into their organizing systems okay so measuring you have to measure even if it's design let's just say furniture you if you buy a piece and it you and it doesn't fit. You think it fits in your home, but you didn't measure. And then you bring it home and it's like not. <laughs> then you have the whole thing of like, oh, I got to return it. Or and then some people they don't even return. They'll just keep it there. And just like, oh, I just use it for another space. And then it just builds clutter. And oh, it's just a headache. So measure, measure, measure. Even if you're doing organization, measure your shelves before you buy anything, before you buy baskets, before you buy bins to go into your drawers. You know, I have a, I have an entryway where I 
bring in some baskets. I have to measure the space in between to see if something's going to fit in there. Because if not, then again, you have the whole process of returning everything or it's not fitting and all this stuff. It's more of a headache. So always, always, always measure before you buy anything, especially especially decor because the decor is expensive you know a whole sofa a whole table chairs all that stuff is not gonna fit then let's measure first before you buy anything <laughs> that is so true and again we go back to hurdles that is the number one thing that we have found people don't return or they it starts to accumulate mm-hmm. it's right. things that you bought to tr- that's clothing so where I know we're not talking about clothing, but right, clothing, but it's, it's decorations, like things that you want to try, but mm-hmm. they never go and and uh, and return it because it's just more of a hassle. So, like my, I have a my sister. She uh, she always lived in apartments, and uh, she moved into a new apartment, and it was like a bigger and better apartment, and so she bought shower curtains for her shower, and these showers were a lot higher than their regular showers, and so she went to Target to go get. The shower curtain, it didn't fit. It was like half, it didn't even hit the bottom of, or the top of the, the tub. And so she's like, what the heck? And so like all of those things, you have to measure. Like even though you think, oh yeah, it's going to fit. It's just like a regular shower. Like just measure. Just yeah, just save yourself do, some, do something right now that your future self will thank you for. Because right. that shower curtain, now you have to fold. Now you have to take it down. Now you yeah. have to fold it back into that tiny yeah. little container. And flat. Are you going to do those it? little hooks? putting the hooks on there (laughs) like what would you rather that or just measure just measure measure. (laughs) yeah great tip okay so let's start finishing off with a couple like a big big tip the big tip I guess or take what is something that you would want listeners to know about finding their style and how it will help them get and stay organized like how uh, the benefits of finding your style and finding a, a place that is visually pleasing to you so that you can sustain that organizing style long-term too. Yeah, um, it's beneficial to know your style just because I feel like once people know what they like, they can go into a store and just be like, okay, that I don't, I'm not going to buy that because that's not, it doesn't go in my home, right? It doesn't belong there. You know, it, versus when you don't, you're just like trying like, well, let me buy this. Let me see if it goes. Let me buy this. Let me see if it goes. Let me buy this. Let me see if it goes. Right. Knowing your style just really make um, it makes your life easier so that, you know, when you go into a store, you go into a place because people change their decor seasonal. Right. Sometimes it's for spring or for Christmas or whatever. Like knowing your style really helps you get those things that you need so that you're you feel happy in your home sometimes because. It's not as easy as just, I, I, for some people, I know that it's not just easy as just like, I'm just not going to buy anything. You know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, they want to, they're trying something. They want to buy something because they feel like I want to make my home happier. I want to make it so that it's more my style. So knowing that style just really makes it that much easier to like, okay, well, yeah, let me transition this or let me transition from winter to spring, from spring to fall or, you know, like all, from spot, from spring to summer, from summer to fall, you know, all of those things or even, even just like everyday things, the pillows on your, on your sofa, right? That if you're bringing your sofa is a mid-century modern sofa and you're bringing some farmhouse pillows, you know, <laughs> which I, I know that 
I people tell me all the time, you you talk different. It's like I don't understand those words you're talking about. What does that mean? But <laughs> when you know those styles, you know the difference between like that's mid-century modern and that's farmhouse. Like, you know, and you don't necessarily have to know these things. You just need to know like what you like. Right. You, you know, if you what you, what what you like, what again going through Pinterest, going through all those things, narrowing down to what you like. And then, you know, like, well, that one doesn't go. <laughs> I'm going to get this one instead of that one. Especially in a day, in an age of visual overwhelm, visuals, like right. you see that everywhere. And so when you know what you like, you could just focus there and you're not like all over the place. Right. And I, I, I've gone to some stores. I, I don't know if it's everywhere, but at home, the store at home. I mean, if you walk into that store, there's, every single kind of vase, every single kind of curtain, every single kind of rug, every single kind of, of whatever, right? Plants or whatever. And so when I tell people, whenever you're going to a store like that, um, let's just say you're going for pillows, just look at the pillows. Don't look at anything else. Just look at pillows <laughs> because then it gets overwhelming. And then you're like, well, wait, wait. I, I've heard so many stories. People walk into these stores and like, no, I was, overwhelmed so I just left I didn't go I didn't come home with nothing I just left so just like take it easy like one thing at a time if you need to if you feel like hey I got my style and I know this this and this go together then go for it go for it just don't overwhelm yourself yes (laughs) I always tell people the store will be there tomorrow don't you worry (laughs) their their goal and mission is for you to buy so don't you worry they will be there you go focused (laughs) It's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. So let's talk a little bit about you. Okay. So first I'd love to hear, we ask this of all of our awesome guests, but okay. what is a magazine, your favorite magazine that either you like to read, you like to look at, it could be business pleasure. And then why? Okay. Well, all oh, the, anything HGTV, <laughs> I love it's just because sometimes it just brings inspiration. Like even me as a interior decorator, like I sometimes need that inspiration, so, you know, and so that we're not looking at the same thing, you know, for, for me, uh, most of the time it's like stores and stuff like that. But like when you go to magazines and you see designers that are just going or pushing the boundaries of what, you know, design is, you know, and so I like seeing all of that. It just gives me inspiration to maybe for myself, push the boundaries a little bit <laughs> for my clients. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So Let's talk about you and where people can reach you. Okay, so my name is Magdalena Mendez. I am from San Antonio, Texas. And you can find me all across social media, TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook. And I'm under experimenting with decor. I, yay, I love it. Okay, well, thank you again for your time. And I hope that our listeners got to get a little more inspiration and can finally, you know, get out there and just start experimenting and doing their thing and not being so afraid about the boundaries that right. can sometimes bring. So thank you. Right. For yeah, for- my pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. It helps with letting people know that we're here. For full show notes and resources, head on over to theorganizedflamingo.com slash podcast. Happy organizing.